If we just started opening up everybody's private emails and texts, you know, people would start sweating a little bit. Uh, hopefully, hopefully not too many, you know, uh, but maybe that's what they should do for all coaches and GMs and owners from now on is open up. you got to open up everything, you know, see what happens. He's got dancing feet with that lower body. It's unbelievable. Look at the body. Look at that bubble butt. Well, with the quarterback, obviously there's got to be great trust, you know, and I think, you know, if you have a new coaching staff, it takes time to build that where Greg and Derek have that relationship. I assume, you know, they, they I know they've known each other for a great deal of time, and my conversations with Derek, I think it's pretty evident how he feels about Greg. So, you know, without being over there all the time, you know, anticipate it going very smoothly. Makeup stuff. Like I have family members that have done things, I've done things that, I'm glad that I'm still loved, you know, and uh, I think more than anything, coach needs people to help him, to love him in whatever areas, you know, that we can. But at the same time, what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Just crushed my dreams. Boom. Sadness. That's the one. Some news in the NFL. Zach Ertz was traded to the Arizona Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals had lost their tight end uh, for the rest of the season with an injury. So they add Zach Ertz to one of the better wide receiving groups in the NFL. That's got DeAndre Hopkins, uh, A.J. Green, Rondale Moore, and Christian Kirk. Uh, now Zach Ertz will be out there. He was. Did you see the video of him uh, kind of walking out down the tunnel after the game last night, like hugging people and and looked pretty emotional. Like he knew right that after he knew the game right away that he had that he moved. was getting traded. And so I guess the Eagles got a touchdown, right? Uh, yes, hurts yeah. to hurts. Yeah, hurts to hurts. So he must was have, fun for Eagles a minute. Eagles made that trade during the game, I guess. If that if he knew basically right away. So Zach hurts to the Cardinals. It it was supposed to be uh, the cornerback and a seventh round pick and then he scored the touchdown he got a fun was like you see that come yeah. on man um now on the raiders pull pull zach out of the game i don't want him to get it hurt here's a question for you is it a good or a bad thing that there are 12 games left in the season what a great question i'm trying to think of the uh, Great question. <laughs> Great question. I'm going to give that question an A. No. <laughs> See, you're upset a. that I had to go back to that. Um, I think it's a bad thing because I don't think it's going to work out. I, I think it's a bad thing because if there was like three games left and they were out of the playoffs and this happened with Gruden – then you're just like, hey, Bisacci, you got three games. We've got to move forward. And I, probably the list starts at that point on who, who he's going to interview. Uh, Mayock, if Mayock's coming back. Um, but this has, I, uh, let me put it this way. This has the chance to be worse than better. Let's right. just leave it at that. I think there's, I think there's some high variance here where because there's 12 games left, uh, Mike Mayock basically in his press conference earlier this week, he kind of sold it as, hey, this is a good thing. Usually when you have an interim coach, there's three games left in the season right. and the and the season's done for. The team's bad. But he was like, We're three and two, and his quote was all of our goals are ahead of us. Uh they they could still make the playoffs, sure. right? If they win seven more games the rest of the year, go seven and five. That's that's a potential playoff record with ten wins. Um, but I think there's high variance here because with twelve games left, if things go well. If Rich Passaccia does a good job as the head coach and if this team actually plays well 
the rest of the season, they can absolutely win seven games and they could be in the playoffs. Like, yep. I don't think that's the craziest thing to think. Uh, Football Outsiders has their playoff odds at thirty-eight point or 33.8% right now, which is not high, but it's not 5%. It's not like 0%. There's still a, that's a legitimate shot. You could run a uh, runoff some wins you're not supposed to get and be in the playoffs. That's the good side. High variance, though, I think it could be really, really bad. Like, if this team loses, let's just say, their next three games, and they go from 3-0 and to 3-5, and John Gruden's gone because of those emails, I there's a chance that this well, season is awful the well, rest then of the year. nine games left seem like 90. Right. Because it would just be like a weekly, the press conferences, them trying to explain away, Gruden would continue to come up. If they go 2-3-0, and or two and one, three and zero, oh, and they're still in it like four or five weeks uh, from now. Then the Gruden stuff's going to go away. Yeah, there because there's no reason to keep asking about it. But if you lose three in a row, it's not going away because like, oh, look what happened since you know since you had to get rid of him. It, that's why I think it could be a lot worse than better because there's so much time left for that to happen. Yeah, uh, that would not be good if they're at like five and nine or five and ten. It's just going to be really, really hard getting through those press conferences and answering the questions and not having it been brought back to the coach that resigned. Yeah, and it's, you know, if you are the Raiders, like, it's a pretty brutal spot to be in for everybody else. But this is sort of a kind of a proving ground for Derek Carr Yeah, to, A, lead a team to the playoffs. Like, one, lead the team to the playoffs. You finally got a good defense or competent defense, at least. Like, take the team to the playoffs. But B, his bigger task, honestly, is just simply probably as a leader from here on out. Like, how the hell do you keep this team together? This is like has it's to a, be him too, right? It's a big chance for Derek Carr to kind of prove what kind of a leader he is to keep a locker room together and keep a team together when it's something that you've never experienced this before. And like, whatever, nobody's no. ever experienced this, and you're probably not going to experience it again. But it's. It's one of the more, uh, it's one of the bigger like types of adversity you're going to face as a team. And if this, listen, if they go seven and five the rest of the year, they get to ten wins and they're in the playoffs at ten and seven. Even if they lose in the first game, even if they lose like thirty-five to two in the first game, you're giving Derek Carr an extension more than yes. likely, and you're pushing forward. It might not be Basaccia, but you're kind of pushing forward with what you have, saying we're close, right? So that this, it's a big proving ground because. It's a lot easier, I think, for this to fall apart than it is to keep it together and make a good playoff run here. And if it falls apart, there's a good chance that there's uh, not many not many familiar faces around when they kick off the 2022 season. It's going to be difficult. Uh, and you say here the playoff odds: Chargers 71 percent, KC even even now KC 62 percent. Yeah, no one, everyone still believes in them. <laughs> Denver 50 percent, which is a lot more than 33.8 for the for the Raiders. So I would have loved to known. You probably know what this was before the Gruden mess uh, got underway here and led to his resignation. Well, okay. They are so, three and two. So these playoff odds don't actually, there's no, there's no Gruden change here. Like these are, this is just like algorithm is punched in based on how the team, how they've done and, what's and ahead what of them. the schedule is ahead of them. So there's no change in these playoff odds for the coach resigning or anything. Like if Derek Carr, if we suddenly learned Derek Carr had a torn ACL, there wouldn't be any change because it's just how have you performed, right? That's that's what it is. So, uh, but but I can tell you, before the loss last week, they were up at forty one percent to make the playoffs. So they really haven't been even at three and zero, three and one, three and zero, just over fifty percent. 
Uh, Again, think about yeah, that. Three and fifty percent. Yeah. The Broncos are three and two right now, and they're at fifty percent. They are so they are projected by Football Outsiders to finish with eight wins on the season, which would be five and seven the rest of the way. Which honestly, I mean, if they go five and seven the rest of the way, obviously that's bad in terms of making the playoffs. But if they go five and seven the rest of the way, it's going to be hard to really yeah. say they fell apart. It just seems like it's so. You're sitting here saying there's twelve left, and this already happened. <laughs> Doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it seem like it, it's going to take right. forever to get there because this happened? Yeah. I mean, it, it. to make the comparison to UNLV, it feels a lot like UNLV football seasons. Yeah. Where not because of like some scandal UNLV's had, but you often get UNLV football seasons and you hit week four and the team's 0-4 or 1-3 right. and you're like, wow. There's a lot this left. This is just yeah. eight more weeks of just repetitive yeah. losing and not looking very good. This is obviously there's some different context to this but it feels the same way that we could be in for another 12 games of wow this kind of sucks every single week how many losses in a row until they need to see what they have in nathan peterman well you're gonna have to have car well, get they hurt see and what they have in no, Mariota's no. Mariota's get hurt. well okay Mariota's getting hurt that's this like that's i mean Jeez. the sun rises the sun sets Jeez. Okay, yeah, him and Carson Wentz have been known for their health. Come on. Wentz hasn't I don't been hurt think... this year. Well, he's been hurt, but he hasn't missed <laughs> the game this year. <laughs> I don't think they'd ever go to Nathan Peterman. I I don't either. Okay, but I've seen multiple franchises go to Jimmy Clausen. Because you don't need to go to Peterman. Peterman's no. here because for some reason Gruden liked him. Peterman was not here as some sort of succession plan. Like, you could argue Mariota, there was somewhere in the back of their mind. Oh, minds in the back of their minds is he, he if was, car falters, this guy's played enough right. and he's been good enough that it might have a chance. Right, that, that you could end up, oh, yeah, we're signing Mariota right. to an extension. He's our quarterback for the next five years. Peterman, Peterman's just around because John Gruden liked to give him a million dollars every year. That's I don't, Or, we don't by know year seven in John Gruden's system, he might be the guy that they're like, hey, he knows the system. He's got to restart. He's in Rich Passaggia's system now. <laughs> <laughs> Greg Olson system. You're going to throw so wait, a lot. I, so I'm running down the field a lot, to, and I'm supposed to cover the gunner? Right. That's Listen, you want to see what you got in Nathan Peterman. Give him the Taysom yeah. Hill roll. Put him in on special teams. Give him some carries. I, it works. Get him in there. He Does did. it work? I don't think it works. He I, converted a fourth down. Yeah, yeah, I think, he, I think he snuck it for a first down there in fourth and one. They, okay, think. if you want to know what you have in Peterman, well, you're going to have to carry three active quarterbacks on the roster, but... Make him the Jacoby Brissett of the Colts last year, where he just comes in to sneak it. And he, he has a stronger arm than Carr, right? Isn't that... I'm not going to pretend Carr, like I know enough the, about the, Peterman. The issue but, with Carr is Carr's got a really, really strong arm. He just wants but to is get... It, isn't get, Peterman known as a guy who's a big, uh, big arm? Yeah, right. yes, he, yes. But he launches it, and it's very, it's a very slow... Sure, it's whatever. A, just he bring, throws it far, and you have to kind of wait. Just let Peterman be the quarterback sneak guy and, and the Hail, Hail Mary, Mary. Guy. I, that, That's my fun. It's the funniest role I think I've ever heard of is Jacoby Brissett. Quarterback sneaks Ooh, and Hail Marys, because Philip Rivers couldn't do either hold one. Hold on. One year... With Tyrod Taylor, Tyrod Taylor apparently couldn't do a hard count, so they would have <laughs> EJ Manuel come in no. in his final year with the Bills, and his whole thing was he was the, was the hard, hard count guy. guy. What did Tyrod Taylor have a throat contusion like Joe Burrow? No, he just yell? like his apparently his hard count wasn't as good. He needed to go to. He was a better school? quarterback in every other way, but EJ Manuel was the guy that's like, <laughs> and they would go, oh, jump offside. 
How do you even find that out as a coaching staff? You just like in practice, you're like Tyrod. Your heart yeah. counts. Come That's on, terrible. dude. Get put some put some up into it. I can't, coach. How often are they practicing hard counts with the backup <laughs> in practice? I can't imagine that. Do you even practice hard counts with the starting quarterback? Like, I don't do you know, get, but do you do situational stuff where you're like, all right, first team offense, oh, I bet first they, team I defense. Bet they practice it. Hey, offense. I all bet right, they we're going it. hard count here, just so their defense doesn't the, jump. The genuinely the three funniest quarterback backup quarterback situations are. The Jacoby Brissett one that you mentioned, the EJ Manuel Howard count, and the fact that Trevor Simeon, when he was at Northwestern, would every once in a while, in order to keep the defense honest, have to go out there and run the read option. <laughs> well, it's a different kind of RPO for Peter, man. I mean, either sneak it or throw a bomb. Let's get it in there. That's how you want to play. Let's go, Greg Olson. And you've been to every single Raiders game, right? Yes. Not every single, obviously, but have you seen a Peterman jersey? I have not. That's have that's not. where I want I want us to get. Get the Peterman jersey, and that would be like our our last jersey giveaway. I I mean, yeah, but there's also there was a point where the Chicago Bears kicker, you would see his jersey quite a bit after Brian Urlacher left. <laughs> All right, coming up next, it's Bischoff's briefs. Bischoff's Briefs. Son, I didn't understand a word you just said. Bischoff's Briefs. Hey, thanks. That is not a compliment. Ah, I disagree. Bischoff's Briefs. Okay, well, that was just a list of complete nonsense, but you're not totally wrong. Bischoff's Briefs. The ALCS is here. Five o'clock tonight. Astros and Red Sox. Some bad news, though, because the Astros are going to be without Lance McCullers. He is not on the ALCS roster. He was their best pitcher in the regular season. He had a forearm strain that he came out of game four of the ALDS, and that is going to keep him out of the ALCS. He could apparently, he's got an outside shot at returning if the Astros do, in fact, make it to the World Series. But I'm here to tell you, Ed, not worried about it. Can he get to the World Series? Did you just say he went to the World Series? Because I'm worried about that. He could return if Ooh. the Astros go to the World Series. Ooh. It's There, there hasn't like really that. been a great update. I don't but like that. He could. It doesn't sound like it's a for sure thing by any means, but okay. he could. So here's the thing, though. I'm not too worried about losing Lance McCullers. Uh, even though he's the best starter on the team, uh, and if he was healthy, he would have pitched games three and game seven if this series went the distance. Um, instead, he's not on the roster. But here's the thing. First off, Lance McCullers is not like a Max Scherzer ace, right? He was the Astros' best pitcher, and he was very good. But it's not like Lance McCullers is one of the five best pitchers in baseball, and the Astros just lost some dominant ace. He's good. But he's not like unbelievably good. And then also on top of that, part of the reason the Astros were good this year, obviously they had a great offense, but it was because of their starting pitcher depth. How many bullpen games do the Dodgers have this year? Oh, done. Well, they're about to have one in the first game of the NLCS. <laughs> the Astros had one the entire season. One bullpen game? Because the Astros over the course of the season had seven good starting pitchers. 
And they only once ran into a time where injuries caused them to not have one of those guys available. And not just injuries, they moved one of them to the bullpen full-time. So the Astros have good starting pitching depth. It's one of the best parts of their roster this year. They had seven guys that started the majority of their games. Uh, Five of those guys had an ERA of 3.6 or better. The other two, Zach Granke and Jake Odorizzi, they were both right over four, but they were both still better than the major league average in terms of ERA. So what it means is, so I'm going to use the stat ERA plus, which 100 is the major league average for ERA plus. If you're above 100, you're better than average. If you're below 100, you're worse than average. The Astros are going to have Romber Valdez start game one of this series. His ERA plus was 137 this year. For example, Lance McCullers was 136 this year. So they're basically the same effectiveness. Luis Garcia is going to start game two. His ERA plus was 130 this season. Astros haven't announced who's going to start game three. Most likely it's going to be Jose Urquidy. His ERA plus was 119 this season. Game four depends on who they use in those first three games out of the bullpen. They could go with the bullpen game for game four, or they could go Zach Granke, or they could go Jake Odorizzi. 103 and 102 were their ERA plus for game four. So what you have is, yes, your game four starter is slightly above average, and that's not ideal, but it's still the Astros are going to have a starting pitcher who's better than the major league average starting game four, most likely. I'm okay with that. And if you compare it to the Red Sox, their starting pitchers, Eduardo Rodriguez, his ERA plus 100 this year. Tanner Halk, 134. Nathan Avaldi, 126. Chris Sale exists. He made nine starts this year, right? If Chris Sale is vintage Chris Sale, that might be a big swing for the Red Sox. But Chris Sale's one postseason start against Tampa Bay, he got three outs, gave up five runs. His last three regular season starts, his ERA was 497. Chris Sale hasn't been good in about two months. No, he hasn't been. So, again, if Chris Sale is awesome, seven innings, one run in this series, Red Sox might win the series because of that. But he hasn't really shown that in about two months. Basically... The Astros lost their best starting pitcher, and I still think it's hard to give the Red Sox a definitive edge in terms of best starting pitching in this series. And if you look at the rest of it, the Astros are better offensively. The Astros are better as a fielding team, too. I'm not too worried about Didn't it. Didn't the Astros dominate them? Uh, five and two in the regular season. How happy is he that they don't have to play Tampa Bay? Oh, I hate that oh, yeah. team. Yeah. What a nightmare. You were happy yeah. that they got eliminated. It, it, it would be the same analysis, except he'd go, and then they'll probably lose yes, because... Yes, yes, exactly. They're better than Someone's Tampa Someone's going to bunt. Yes, that's exactly what it would be. So I losing Lance McCullers sucks. There's no doubt about it. Guy's a great pitcher. And the Astros, game four is really where it's going to hurt him because if he was there, they could start Jose Urquidy in game four, but instead they got to start Urquidy in game three. And they're going to have... Game four is going to be rough, but... I'm not overly concerned with it because, again, it's the Astros. One of their biggest advantages during the regular season was starting pitching depth. They didn't really have dominant number one type starters, but they basically had five guys that were number two starters and then two other guys that were number three starters. And that's I think that's going to be enough because they're not facing a team that has dominant starting pitching on the other side. Okay, so what are you most worried about? Probably the bullpen getting from the fifth inning to the eighth inning or something like that. Specialist. So Dusty's afraid that his loogies aren't going to be great. Most likely. Yeah, they suck. Uh, Most likely (laughs) Dusty Baker's going to pull all of his starters when the order comes up a third time. Maybe if one of the guys That's, is dominating. Is that automatic like the Tampa Bay manager? It's not automatic. Dusty's definitely more of a feel guy about it. But 
so far he's done that in the postseason. He's pulled guys with the exception of McCullers. He let him go one of his starts longer than that. May, so Framber Valdez is pitching game one. Framber Valdez went seven innings twice against the Red Sox this year and gave up one run both times. So if he's rolling like that, Valdez will keep pitching until right. he hits like 110 pitches or something like that. But most likely Baker's going to pull the starters the third time the order comes up, which means you're getting four innings out of them most of the time, maybe five if they're pitching really well. Uh, but you get four innings out of them. I feel confident about the Astros' seventh, eighth, and ninth inning pitchers, the back three of the bullpen. It's how do you get from the fourth to the seventh right. that I'm concerned with because they've got some high-variance pitchers in there, guys that, like Phil Maton and Yimmy Garcia are the main two guys. Game four against the White Sox, both of them threw a perfect inning. Awesome. Game four against the White Sox, Yimmy Garcia got rocked. Gave up two, Gave up a home run and then two more hits after that. Like, There's a chance the Astros lose this series because the – Five, fifth and sixth innings are a disaster. And that's why I told you earlier in the show, bring in, bring in the damn closer in the sixth inning if the bases are loaded with one out and you're pulling the starter. Like, bring in one of your three good relievers in the sixth inning if it's a high-leverage situation. Jared, did we miss the Bischoff's briefs that said about the soccer team winning? That was yesterday. Yeah. You were gone. Yeah, you were gone. Okay. You left. Right. I knew you would have I yeah, knew yeah. you would have come up with that. Yeah, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we beat I, we beat Costa Rica. This that was after Millsy. Yes. Yeah, and after, uh yeah, and I didn't get to mention the fact that like the only national team jersey that I own is I own multiple Costa Rica. You own Costa Rica's? Really? We kept losing to Trinidad <laughs> and Tobago. I had to pick someone. <laughs> but this guy is. How, I knew I knew there'd be a briefs on that one. How, I mean, how do you think the Astros will, will fare now that they're playing, like, night games? Oh, That's got to be real confusing. They for were, well, no, it's, uh, Saturday's a day game. Um, <laughs> Astros were terrible during the day in the regular season, though. Regular season, they played a day game, they lost. They were under 500 in day games. <laughs> They'd roll out of bed and be like, I don't want to play yeah, till they later. Were, they sucked. They were, they were really good at night. They sucked in the regular season in day games. So that's probably a good thing for them, except for game two still during the day. Still a... One o'clock start Pacific time, I think, or something right. like that. Have so. we have we asked Ed at all how he feels about the Braves? They shouldn't be worried about him. We haven't asked him because they just got past the Giants. I I'm kind of with Tyler on the team I cheer for that they pretty much handled them in the regular season, so I'm not overly concerned. It is a bullpen. Gonsolin has to start game one because Bueller's not on rest. You have to wait for him. So that worries me a little. But four out of seven. Heck, last year the Braves were up three one, right? And the Dodgers came back. I I don't know if you can do that again. You can't keep back coming back from three one, but they were pretty good against them in the regular season. Yeah. I think the only concern for the Dodgers is how many bullpen games you got to use. Yes, like and the, it should only be one. It should, but eh, it's the, it's the it? playoffs. You'll end up using somebody in relief you didn't want to. Game two might go to the seventeen innings, and or all it'll of a sudden be game seven. And you have Scherzer and Dave goes. Let's start with three bullpen guys <laughs> in the first three innings because we don't want Scherzer hitting. Coming up next, Cassie Soto joins the show. Hey guys, it's it's just not going to happen for her. We should really lay off the fact that she's been dating the same guy through six running rebel coaches. It's the only thing in her life she could call an engagement. Raiders.com's Cassie Soto joins the press box for her weekly hit. I almost feel like we should sit here in silence. Yeah, I don't think uh, we should say anything. Jared, during the break, did not call Cassie because he was trying to figure out how 
to make a fantasy football trade. So now he waited until the segment had already started to call Cassie. So she missed her intro. Yeah, but you're here now, Cassie. Well, which, was it? which one was it? Was it new? That this is my only engagement? Yes. Yeah. Well, intro? I mean, that's never going to change. The other stuff is probably new. No, the other one is I'm a Honda Civic. Yeah, Honda yeah. Civic, and this is her only engagement. Those oh, are it two is open. Hey, okay, I, to- right. I told okay. Tyler about our uh, game yesterday. Uh, now that I know that I can get my phone off and not do screen time, <laughs> my yes. daily average this week is down 80%, <laughs> and it's two hours and 42 minutes. Yours is lower than mine? Isn't that great? I don't believe Isn't that. that. No, I'm, lo- I'm, I'm looking at it right now. Um, uh, let's see, Twitter... And messages are by far the most. I have picked up my phone today 31 times. Tyler, did you have you seen the phone pickup? That that's a thing. Yeah, yeah, no, uh, yeah. How totally many times did you pick up your phone? Uh, like your average daily average this week is 135 times. Ooh. Okay, I don't remember my average, but my my whole times for the week 824. <sighs> Yeah, I'm at eight eleven. So you're basically the same, oh, okay. right on, right on track with me. Okay, good. Okay, yeah. good. Most did in, he tell you Adam's screen time? Yeah, that it was like twelve hours. Yeah, I think it was like right under ten. That's that's an unbelievable disaster. Ten like, hours. I think I'm addicted phone. to my phone, and my daily average screen time is four hours. And you're telling me Adam's on it more than double that? Ten okay. hours, that guy. Jesus. So Monday I was bad. I picked it up two hundred and six times. What happened on Monday? I don't know. Oh, John Gruden got John. John Gruden. That's that, that's right. yeah, that, that's doing. I, I, yeah, there's a reason I picked it up two hundred six times on Monday. Starting with Adam Hill's nine one one red alert. You better call me. Red alert. You better call me. <laughs> okay, uh, Cassie. I need to know yep. what did you have for breakfast yesterday? Oh, not pigs in a blanket. Ah, oh, okay. What was so? What uh, what was it? Uh, I had pancakes. Well, it, it was pegs. We went to pegs, ah, ham, and glorified yeah. eggs or something yeah. weird. I've been there before. I think yeah. they, they'll still uh, they do something in a cup. They, they'll sell you some food in a cup. <laughs> something in a <laughs> yeah. Okay, um, if you if anyone ever offers you, hey, we do something in a cup. Don't no, don't do no, it. Exactly. Thank My you. My head went right there. <laughs> we better leave um, that right there. I got, so I tried bacon again. I don't like bacon. Wait, wait. And All right, I'm hanging up on her. Wait, what? <laughs> this is why you're, this is why you're going to die alone. <laughs> I don't like bacon. And uh, it goes back to last home game during the Bears. All they had was, for like sustenance, was bacon. So I'm sitting with hiding and Adam and I'm starving. I was like, well, now I have to eat bacon because there's nothing else to really eat. And it was disgusting. And Adam was like, well, this is like low-tier bacon. And I compared it to like hotel coffee. I compared it to hotel coffee, and I asked him what's like Starbucks, the Starbucks of bacon. And he said some places do have good bacon. So, of course, I went to breakfast with Adam yesterday, and I was like, well, is this the Starbucks of bacon? And he's like, well, it's better than Allegiant Stadium. So I ordered the bacon. Still disgusting. Isn't it good that she promotes stuff for the Raiders being from Raiders.com? Yeah, talking about yeah, their she's, food. Yeah, she's it's, from Raiders.com. And, and she's, she's ripping the food. All right. I, I need to know, um, like, when was the time you ate bacon before this past week? Oh, man. I think, like, on a baked potato and little bits and pieces, like, a year ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> bacon have, bits? Did you have, like, a traumatic experience with bacon? Like, I don't understand I this don't random hatred it. for bacon. It's It's, like, meaty plastic. And Not I don't the good like... Stuff. 
it like disintegrates in your mouth. It's weird. What kind I of don't bacon like are you it. eating? Yeah, I'm very is... confused by what's happening it, here. It happened yesterday. It happened on Sunday. I don't know. It's just weird. The way you just described bacon. I've never had bacon. No, I can't. I know. <laughs> we have good bacon at the house. I mean, normal bacon. Bad. Ba- I I will eat the bacon you just put in the microwave. I'll eat yeah. turkey. I'll eat turkey. Bacon. The pre-cooked bacon you throw yeah. in the yeah. microwave turkey for thirty bra- seconds. To me, turkey bacon is the lowest form of bacon. I'll eat and it. I will still just be like, mm, yeah, it's bacon. bacon. Yeah, it's gross. It's just fatty, meaty, you- fake plastic. Cassie, this is a food stuff that has been banned by two major religions. It's so good that people ate it and went, oh, this must be the work of the devil. <laughs> it is because it's nasty. Wait, Ed, you don't go does, with wait, them to breakfast? Does Gramala like bacon? Uh, I think he'll eat bacon. Yeah, I'll, I'll ask him. I, can't, I don't feel like that's one I've double-checked with him. But he'll eat bacon. Right. Certainly not with anything by no. itself. Not, it's not like he's putting that on a sandwich. No, she asked me... She was leaving yesterday. She goes, you want to go to breakfast? I was on with you guys. I said, uh, I'm on with these guys. And No. I mean, you could have caught up. <laughs> yeah, walking with the phone tends to be weird, you know, talking and stuff. So I just needed to stay in a stationary position and uh, talk to you guys. So stationary she was uh, gone. I literally, she she text, she showed me the phone or she showed me where she was going. And that's why I said that. I literally thought it said pigs and blanket, which is weird because <laughs> we've gone to breakfast at this place before when we have to wait nine hours for the Raiders. Uh, but I didn't see it very well. Uh, she was holding her thumb over the phone. So I thought she was going to a different, I thought she was going to a different place. <laughs> oh, whatever. But you took a while. All the, I thought you were almost done. By the time I start, I parked in the parking lot, you were talking about how I drove away at 100 miles an hour. Yeah, you went out there fast. I wouldn't have waited for you. You went out there fast. You did. You did. Uh, Heidi Fang brought the Starbucks around later, so I was okay. Oh, you're I was right. good. She brought did. After trying around. to kill Adam. You're not bringing donuts? Mm, Only one like time. a weird week to bring donuts. One time this entire, since training camp started, were donuts brought to the facility, and I brought them for everybody. And you brought them, yeah, for everybody, oh. sure. And they oh. were voodoo donuts, like the like the big time, like special ones. The big, I didn't time go to any special cheap. ones. I didn't Look go to any cheap. You. I mean, they're like the peanut butter and jelly donuts. I get you know the the crazy kind of donuts. See, he, I I prefer just normal, just plain like a glazed donut to yeah, like give me blue crazy sprinkle. donuts. That's all we need. Like cra- the crazy donuts, it's there's too much going on there. There's they're a just, lot going on. Just, yeah, you need to eat it with a fork right. and a knife. Yes. Just give me the plain glazed donut, and I'm good to go. I mean, like the crazy ones, you get like the Boston cream, and it's more cream than Boston. <laughs> I mean, it's just, <laughs> it is filled. Uh, so, yeah, I, uh, I spent a few bucks that day. Wow. Yeah. So I nice. didn't even get to have it. It was one of the days that I wasn't there. That's right. You weren't that's there. Why, that's, I why why I got that's why I got it. That's why I got it. You get enough free food. not going to be here? All right. Everybody gets them. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you still haven't brought my girlfriend a cookie. Oh, yeah, you're right. Well, Katie hasn't brought it. The PR people haven't brought any more cookies. Okay, pass the blame. Oh, my gosh. Like, she's taken out the Raiders how many different times? I know. Like, it's like <laughs> you're, you're employed by these people. My God, I can't believe you keep taking them out. My employer has not brought any more free snacks for me to share with everybody. Okay, how many times recently have you been asked if you work for Raiders.com? None, actually. Oh, think, really? People have just accepted yeah. it. They just know now. They understand. I I think they just yeah they either know that it's not true or they know that it's true and I think they're just <laughs> running with either one they believe. I I really need you to call Mark Davis and just be like hey I really need to like I really need to talk to you. Um we really need to sit down and have a discussion. I it's about like 
the most recent thing and then be like, any update on those uh, toilet seat covers? Like, what's going on there? Mark Davis oh my after God. the toilet they're seat in covers. The, they're in the PR. They're in the, the media room. They're yes. in the media level now. They are. They're in the media room. Are they she in- got that I don't know. I don't know when it happened, but I went to the bathroom once and I grabbed one and I was like, wait, when did you get here? Well, they just when- freed up a bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the tw- I think they might be on every level now. So they they had been in the stadium. They had been in like the public use bathrooms, yeah. but not. The, so you specifically requested them, but could not get them in the media bathrooms until now. Yes. Wow, they're in there. Look, absolutely, Soto. What are the chances? Happen. Mark Davis thinks she does work for Raiders. Like, I'll tell you one thing. <laughs> you, you, you've asked good questions in the past. Anything kind of like non-positive, they're probably in the back going, eh, yeah, really? She works for us. That yeah. kind of question? What's, what the hell is that about? <laughs> uh, I mean, come on. You're working for Raiders.com. It's supposed to be positive. You know what's so funny? When Jared when Jared tweets at me like, oh, working for Raiders.com, and then it sends me the link to Raiders.com. <laughs> That's always kind of goofy. Yeah. Uh, do you, you have a obvious like, uh, engagement fever. You don't have baby fever, do you? Not a chance. Okay. Not a chance. Yeah. This was one of the most surprising things that I learned really? about her one time. I was just like, really? So if no. Estrus, if Estrus asks you today to marry him and says, you know what? We really need to do this. Cause you know, it's, it's about time, you know, you're getting up there. Uh, we need, <laughs> we need to, we need He's to, older than me. we need to start a family. Yeah, you're going to say okay no for the he's, guy. He's holding like a two carat ring. He's down on his knee. He goes, I want to start now. Cause I want to start a family. You're saying no. We're on the same page here, though. Luckily, uh-huh. uh huh. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. we are. That the We're only on thing the you guys are on the same page. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it appears that's the only thing yeah. you're on the same page about. Yeah, you're, you <laughs> guys are on the same page, on. and then suddenly, when he does get married, he's gonna be. Yeah, yeah. he's gonna have two yeah. kids. He's gonna have a baby right away. Yeah, you know they're you know they're coming up with the ten year. Yeah, when next is, week. Next week's the ten year. Next oh, week. Oh, next boy. Saturday. Big week. I will not give any hints away at all, but. He is going to be blown away by his gift, and I hope she is as well. I don't have no yeah. idea what her gift is, but his gift is off the charts. You know what Cassie got? <laughs> yes, him. absolutely. Yeah, and he's going to go play soccer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, no. he has a semi. Wait, that might be his his finals on Friday. He has a semifinal um, in the league that he plays in today. <laughs> he is uh, so if he wins soccer. today, he's in the final next weekend. Well. Good, so luck, good luck to the 10 year I think her gift's so good, he would he would blow off the final. That's how good her gift is. So I give her a lot of credit. <laughs> this relationship sounds so one sided. I give her a lot of credit. Wait, you want to know what's so hilarious, too? So Sam Gordon and him have become pretty good friends because they bond over boxing. Right. I guess there's a fight next Saturday, which is our actual anniversary. And Sam made plans with him to watch the fight. <laughs> Does Estrus know it's your anniversary? Yes. So I'm talking to Sam yesterday at Raiders practice, and he's like, oh, Cass, like, can't wait to hang out for the fight next weekend. And I was like, wait, that's our anniversary. No, nothing like, nothing goes, says an anniversary like Sam. Yeah, so nothing screams. Pizza. Sam goes, you're you're going to light some Sam, candles in Sam Gordon. <laughs> Sam says, but I already told him we were hanging out. Oh, uh, Cassie, not that any of us expected you to get an engagement ring anytime soon, but yeah. you're definitely not getting an engagement no, ring anytime no. soon. Sam, Sam's, Sam's going to get one. Sam's getting this ring before her, you do. Her gift. They're going to get friendship bracelets. Like, unless it's a ring, then he can't outdo her gift. You are typing this gift up. It's, if you knew him, 
then if if she can't get a ring, then he can't outdo the gift. Again, it seems like one person is very committed to this relationship. Yes, exactly. I'm the most committed. All right. She's Cassie Soto. Thanks, Cassie. Thanks. Engage list list Cassie Soto. Bye, yep. guys. See you later. All right, here yeah. we go. We've got two tickets to go to Las Vegas Concours Delegance, one of the top 10 classic car events in the world, coming to Las Vegas Ballpark on Saturday, October 23rd. We will take caller number three at 702-364-1100. That is 702-364-1100. We'll take caller number three at 702-364-1100. Using a trash can is better than only playing 60 games. 0-2. Scherzer to Flores. Just outside. He went around. Strike three. Gabe Morales, the first base umpire. The Dodgers are going to the National League Championship Series. And the two-strike pitch. Here it is. And that's low. And a, a check swing. It is ruled a swing. By Gabe Morales, the first base umpire, and the Dodgers have won the game. No balls, two strikes. And Flores, did he go? He did! And the game ends! A swinging strike three! No. Gabe Morales rings him up. The game is over, and the Los Angeles Dodgers are headed to the National League Championship Series. High quality hitter at the plate that can climb back into that count. There's no guarantee of success at the end of the at bat. It's just a tough way to end it. I'm, especially right now, there's no need to be angry about that. I, I just think it's it's just a disappointing way to end. You're locked in the press box. Congratulations to Gordon. He won a pair of tickets to go to the Concours d'Elegance. Also earlier in the show, Reed won the Porta Subs football tailgate tray and is qualified to win a Yeti cooler. Um, By the way, a fun note in the uh, Golden Knights here, they have already started the shuttling of players from the NHL to the AHL to save salary cap space. Uh, Jake LeCision, Jonas Ronberg, and Peyton Krebs have all been sent down to the Silver Knights. The Golden Knights don't play for, they have five days off or something like that. Wednesday in St. Louis, yeah. So the way that basically to explain that, Every day those guys spend on the NHL roster, they accrue, they count against the salary cap. Every day they spend on the AHL roster, they do not count against the salary cap. So that's a way to save about five bucks a day. (laughs) They've got to give this cap guy a raise for the last two years, man. I don't know know who's running this every day. but it's, It's probably costing them more in just like... Paperwork. Yes. Well, they don't care. Buffalo doesn't care about the actual cost. It's that the NHL has this superficial salary cap that he can't go over when he's paying his players. Well, I. Why don't they do what they what every other league does, where it's just like, yeah, you can go over it. We're just gonna like make you pay. What the NHL and NFL have hard caps, but baseball and basketball you can go over. There's a luxury tax. Yeah. Yeah. Go luxury. Hockey players get paid like seven dollars. You don't need a you know, whatever. <laughs> then how is it that they're so, so hard up against the cap? Because they keep they keep trying to find the highest paid player every year. They're like, yeah, how do we give two goalies twelve million dollars? Yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, what did we say the other day that he'd give up more than Leonard? Although, Although yeah, give up more he than gave Leonard? up four, but uh, they I both mean, had defense, a game where they actually gave up defensively four. they gave up four yeah. because that was just ridiculous. Both goalies have given up four in their most recent game. 
Although Leonard did it in two periods, yeah, Flurry and three. Did it in three. Actually, impressively, the Golden Knights probably looked worse against the Kings, the Skaters, than the yes. Blackhawks did against the Avalanche. Which is amazing because the Skaters <laughs> for the Blackhawks, especially on defense, were just atrocious to where if you're Flurry, you're like, uh, what happened here? What am I doing? <laughs> there were multiple passes last night that I was like, did he know that no one yeah. was there? Like, he, like guys were just the were Golden Knights bad were last night. So Flur- bad. I mean, I would almost, I would almost promote right now one game in Alan Walsh doing a sword meme with the with the Blackhawks, like one of their defensive players uh, with their they name scrawled. Yeah, absolutely, be awesome. no, it, that'd be awesome. It'd be what? It'd be two swords, right? Yes. Like both the yeah, defensive right the pair. Oh, you got a score prediction for Raiders and Bears? You mean Raiders and Broncos? Bears, yeah, Raiders and Broncos. Broncos twenty four, Raiders sixteen. Oh. It'll be a little closer. Broncos win 26-21. Okay. 11-25. 25 to 11. Okay. I hope we get it. Be great. 25-11. How are we getting to 11? Going for two or getting a safety? Three field goals and a safety? I mean, you, you always forget about the pick two. The pick two is always an option. It's on the table. You're, go, he, you're going to you're going for twenty seven, and you throw the pass, and it gets taken yeah. all the way back. I think you go for, I think you do safety because Kenyon Drake can't pass protect, and Carr gets <laughs> and Von Miller just kind of like destroys Carr, and it's a safety. You get a safety because Greg Olson's like, all right, I saw Miami run this yes. really cool play. Yes, you throw a screen in the end it's zone. A, <laughs> I've been wanting to run that since Gruden left. <laughs> That's all right. That's number three on my play sheet. He saw he saw Miami do it. He go how they how they know about that play? <laughs> do you know how funny it would be if they throw a screen in the end oh, zone? The backward screen that would be awesome. <laughs> how okay? I think I know the answer to this. How's the Raider fan base going to respond to like bad coaching decisions? Like, are they going to completely rip uh, Rich Passaccia or Greg Olson? No, they're going to worship oh. at their feet based on this fan base. Yeah, what that's I've a seen. Tough one. Because Gruden got ripped a lot by fans. Yeah, they did. He did. So, like, I, I don't think they'll rip him. I think they'll just kind of. You think they'll be they'll happened. be a little bit of a grace period? Yeah, here I think for those be a two? grace period. Now, be a grace period. let's say they go like three and two over the next five games, and then they go on some bad like three game losing streak that sort of knocks them out of playoff contention. Well, yeah, because like we said earlier in the show, if they're three and two, that's five games removed. The more they're removed from this whole situation, the more they're going to start looking at Basaccia and Olson and Bradley. It is better for Basaccia, Olson, and Bradley if they're going to lose and miss the playoffs. That it happens right now. Yeah, because then you can explain it away. Right. Say, then, oh, it's total then, chaos and how the how could these guys yeah. expect to be, you know, any good given what happened with John Gruden. Last five weeks of the season, fire them all. <laughs>